Hello and welcome to the Nutrition Uncovered podcast. I'm Lisa, registered associate nutritionist, author, and a PhD student. The aim of this podcast is to provide you with evidence-based nutrition and health information, support you on your journey towards better health and better relationship with food and your body. If you need support with nutrition and health coaching, details are in the show notes. Here is this episode. Hello, everyone. So today we're going to be talking about prebiotics. What are they? In which foods we can find prebiotics? But before we jump in, I just wanted to quickly ask you for a favor. If you are enjoying this podcast, if there is anything at all that you find useful here, if you find it interesting, informative, then I would really like to ask you to rate and review the podcast and also share it with your friends, colleagues, family. So let other people know about the podcast that we are spreading here evidence-based nutrition information. And I will be super, super grateful if you do that. Thank you. And let's talk about prebiotics. So I just finished about six one-to-one coaching client calls. And it just so happened that today we were talking quite a lot about the intestinal health, the microbiota health, and also the prebiotics. And that's why I was like, well, I would really like to have a full episode. It will be quite a short one, but the necessary information that I would like you guys to know about prebiotics. And so prebiotics are not the same as probiotics. Um, Probiotics are the actual live bacteria, live microbes, but the prebiotics are essentially the food for the bacteria, the food for the microbes that live in our gut. And there is a more sort of scientific definition of a prebiotic, and I'm going to read it out to you. And hopefully this will uh, help you understand it a little bit uh, in more nuance. So the scientific definition of prebiotic is this. It is a substrate that is selectively utilized by host microorganisms, conferring a health benefit. So let's look uh, into the definition in a little bit more detail. So it is a substrate that is utilized or selectively utilized by the microbes. So it's something that our microbes in the gut can use and therefore it can confer or give us some health benefit. And so most of the time, prebiotics are actually types of soluble fibers. And as we know, and I mentioned, I think in one of the previous episodes about fiber, is that humans, we cannot digest, we cannot break down the fiber. But instead, our gut microbes can do so. And I think it's really quite fascinating, quite clever how it's made. So we, our human body, we cannot break down fiber, but there is a purpose to that, is that our microbes need it. So essentially, prebiotic fibers are the food for our gut microbes. And so these fibers, the prebiotics, are used by the beneficial microbes that already live in our colon or they can actually live not just in our colon, but, you know, we have oral microbiota, we have skin microbiota, but mostly we're talking about the gut microbiota here. So what are the benefits of prebiotics? Why do we need to care about them? So prebiotics have been more and more 
talked about in social media, when we talk about gut health, prebiotics are getting more and more attention, and rightly so. It is because, as I mentioned, they are the fuel of food for our gut bacteria. Prebiotics can also modulate our gut microbiome, so they can affect the numbers of certain gut bacteria. One of the most well-researched bacteria that can be influenced by prebiotics are bifidobacteria. And so while there, there is a lot more research to be done about probiotics and prebiotics, there is already something that we know, and there is some advice that we can use to support our nutrition, our gut health, and general health. And so researchers have established a couple of main benefits of prebiotics. And it's, first of all, improving the bacterial fermentation in the gut. It helps to reduce the gut transit time. Also, prebiotics have been shown to help to regulate blood sugar levels and even improve some absorption of some minerals, for example, calcium. They can really help and have positive effects on things like, you know, diabetes and blood sugar regulation, uh, colon cancer, prevention of colon cancer, because it has the effect on the gut bacteria. Some research also shows that prebiotics can support our immune system, so which is quite understandable because if prebiotics are being used by the bacteria, and we know that gut bacteria are involved in the immune system function, so that's why it kind of makes sense that prebiotics can have this positive effect on our immune system function. Now, I'm not going to say that it helps to boost your immune system because that's not a thing. Like foods cannot really boost our, our immune system and it's not necessarily that we even want to quote-unquote boost our immune system, but we want to support our normal functioning of our immune systems. There is also some studies that showing how prebiotics can help with things like, like irritable bowel syndrome or IBS or irritable bowel disease such as ulcerative colitis uh, and Crohn's disease. So how can you get and where can you get more prebiotics? So there are two things. So first of all, we can get prebiotics from foods. So by eating prebiotic-rich foods, I'm going to tell you which these are in, in just a moment. And also we can go and try to maybe add extra prebiotics via supplements. And there are some well-researched prebiotic supplements. So in terms of the foods, uh, these are the foods that are particularly rich in prebiotic fibers. These are Jerusalem artichoke, chicory root, which is quite high in inulin, uh, bananas, or particularly green bananas, which are high in resistant starch, but also things like onion and garlic. You might also find that prebiotic can be added to some foods like yogurts, like live yogurts. Now, in terms of the supplements, supplements with GOS or galacto oligosaccharides can be uh, good as an additional source of prebiotics. But in general, the when we when we are looking at an ingredients list, and it's not always we're going to see the, the term prebiotic, the things that you can see are things like GOS or galacto-oligosaccharide, which is a prebiotic. It could be FOS, which is fructo-oligosaccharide. It can be inulin, like I mentioned. It can be chicory, a chicory fiber. And so in terms of how much, 
to 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 try to aim for to consume. So research has shown that about five grams of prebiotic fibers a day can help to improve gut health. And some of the prebiotic supplements will already have like five grams per portion uh, or per capsule or per sachet. Also, another interesting thing that the breast milk contains prebiotics. And this is super important because babies need uh, prebiotics for their guts. And milk is breast milk is particularly high in a prebiotic that is called human milk oligosaccharide or HMOs. And this particular prebiotic can enhance the beneficial bacteria in the infant's gut. And therefore, uh, there is evidence that it's really important for the good health of the of the baby and the future immune system and future health of the baby. So I think that usually it's good to start with adding more prebiotic-rich foods into your diet. And then if you feel for some reason maybe you feel like it's not enough or you just want to try with a little bit more, it is okay to try prebiotic powders. Just try to see that the brand that you're choosing, it has some studies, maybe some evidence behind them because it's like with other supplements not every product will be equally the same. Um, but generally, if you look at the ingredients like uh, GOS or inulin, this is generally could be a good choice. The good thing with prebiotics is that you can add them to your foods, for example, to juices or porridge or yogurt or smoothies. And uh, try to aim for taking prebiotics for at least 4 to 12 weeks to start seeing or noticing or just to get some some benefit because these sort of things they need to be taken regularly in order to provide the kind of the regular supply of prebiotics to the gut. Last thing I want to mention, try to not eat a lot of prebiotic or fiber-rich foods in a short amount of time. If you're not used to a lot of fiber or prebiotic-rich fibers, then just be mindful and do it slowly because otherwise you 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 might have a little bit of upset tummy, i.e. you can get, get more bloating, gas. These are not necessarily bad things. They're just uncomfortable. And so do it strategically and quite slow and gradual. And that way you can minimize potential side effects um, of taking more prebiotics. So I hope it was helpful. If you need one-to-one coaching support with your nutrition, gut health, and eating habits, I will be happy to help you. I will leave the coaching sign-up form in the show notes and we can schedule a free discovery call. So that's it for today. Bye!